Hello, welcome to episode 181 of the LDS Study Session. Uh, with me, your host, Matthew Roberts. Uh, we are beginning our Come Follow Me study for the week today. Um, today being Tuesday of the week. Uh, and so we're going to dive straight in. Uh, we're looking at November the 25th to December the 1st. And I was very excited when I came to the uh, Gospel Library app, when I clicked through on the Come Follow Me um, to find that this is the first Come Follow Me section, which is officially in the month of December. I mean, obviously, most of it is in November, but we hit December in the final day, which is very exciting as we come up to this festive season. Um, we are looking in First and Second Peter, which is entitled Rejoice with Joy Unspeakable and Full of Glory. Uh, and so today we're going to go straight into the uh, beginning section in the Ideas for Personal Scripture Study, which is, I can find joy during times of trial and suffering. There's a whole variety of scriptures linked with this, but we've, well, when I've been studying, I've only managed to get through First Peter chapter 1, verses 3 to 9 in preparation for this episode. Uh, I obviously try and keep to a, a certain amount of time each day, and then I kind of plan out, um, you know, well, this will take quite some time. This will take around 10 minutes. And usually an amount of study that takes me to about 10 minutes worth on a podcast is about 20 minutes to half an hour of study, which I think is great yeah, daily for me. Um, and yeah, I only got through the first section, First uh, Peter chapter 1, verses 3 to 9, uh, which shows just how much there is uh, within this uh, section. And it's quite uh, a full and rich uh, uh, topic to study in First Peter, I think. Uh, so we'll dive straight in. The first thing that stood out to me uh, in this section, other than uh, verse 2, which we have referred to before, talking about uh, election and, uh, and foreknowledge of God, uh, I'm not going to talk about that though, we've spoken about that before. Uh, I'm looking at First Peter chapter 1 verse 3, which says, Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, which according to his abundant mercy hath begotten us again unto a lively hope by the resurrection of Jesus Christ, Jesus Christ from the dead. So to begin with, I love this phrase, lively hope. Uh, I think it's a fascinating, a fascinating uh, kind of phrase and one that uh, requires a bit of thought. What is a lively hope, I wonder? Um, I suppose this lively hope is the fact that it's uh, living, obviously, but that it's growing, it survives, it supports us because it is a living entity. It's this living hope within us. And the only way we can get such a living hope is through... Uh, this faith in our Lord Jesus Christ in his resurrection. Um, in April 2018, in a talk called Small and Simple Things, uh, President Alan H. Oak said this, quote, Because we believe the accounts in both the Bible and the Book of Mormon about the literal resurrection of Jesus Christ, we also believe the numerous scriptural teachings that a similar resurrection will come to all mortals who have ever lived upon this earth. That resurrection gives us what the Apostle Peter, call, Peter calls a lively hope. That lively hope is our conviction that death is not the conclusion of our identity, but merely a necessary step in our Heavenly Father's merciful plan for the salvation of his children. That plan calls for a transition from mortality to immortality. Central to that transition is the sunset of death and the glorious morning made possible by the resurrection of our Lord and Saviour that we celebrate on this Easter Sunday. Close quote. So interestingly, uh, President Oakes uh, points out here that this actually is a hope for life as well, a lively hope that the life does not end uh, with death because of the, re the resurrection of our Saviour through our trials and sorrows that come with death, we can have this lively hope. Um, 
And if we move forward, this is probably one of the most fascinating verses I read today. Uh, in 1 Peter chapter 1, verse 6, it says this, Wherein ye greatly rejoice, though now, for a season, if need be, ye are in heaviness through manifold temptations. Um, and I think that sometimes with trials and sufferings, you know, we kind of get this mindset of, oh, well, yeah, we know trials are for our good. Therefore, you know, we need to have trials. We should all be going through trials. And, you know, to make progress, we have to go through trials. And whilst this is obviously true, and actually, you know, kind of the next verse reinforces that view, that trials are, are vital for us being here, is one of the reasons why we are here to receive trials. Um, this phrase, if need be, I think is an interesting one, um, is that to me, Peter's making the point that yes, trials are expected, um, but they're only for seasons and they're not always required for us to make progress. And I think that that is important to remember as well, that whilst trials should hopefully lead us to make progress in our faith and develop our faith, they shouldn't be necessary to develop our faith. Um, we should be, build, be able to build and develop and uh, improve our faith, uh, even if we have trials. Um, in April 2011, um, Paul V. Johnson uh, of the 70 said this, Quote, earth life includes, includes tests, trials, and tribulations, and some of the trials we face in life can be excruciating, whether it be illness, betrayal, temptations, loss of a loved one, natural disasters, or some other ordeal. Affliction is part of our mortal experience. Many have wondered why we must face challenge, difficult challenges. We know that one reason is to provide a trial of our faith to see if we will do all the Lord has commanded. Fortunately, this earth life is the perfect setting to face and pass these tests. Close quote. Um, but then we see the blessings that come of this faith. Um, I'm going to move to verse 7, but then I'm, I'm going to skip back to verse 4 because I think that would be important to underline the, the blessings of this. Um, but yeah, trials are vital. In verse 7, uh, Peter calls them more precious than gold that perisheth, uh, though it be tried with fire. Um, and I think that, again, is, is important to remember. In a talk called Trial of Your Faith uh, in October 2012, um, Neil L. Anderson said this, quote, These fiery trials are designed to make you stronger, but they have the potential to diminish or even destroy your trust in the Son of God and to weaken your resolve to keep your promises to him. These trials are often camouflaged, making them difficult to obey. Sorry, difficult to identify. They take root in our weaknesses, our vulnerabilities, our sensitivities, or in those things that matter most to us. A real but manageable test for one can be a fiery trial for another, close quote. And thinking about this, these trials often are camouflaged. Uh, I taught a lesson on Sunday in Elder's Quorum about um, Elder Bednar's talk, being watchful unto prayer continually, about this, the cheaters and the topies. Um, and sometimes trials can be hidden so that we don't actually realize it's a trial, but then it is. Uh, and so the, the, the trial of our faith is real in, in that situation. Um, yeah, so I'm going to move, skip back to verse 4 because I think that's a, a good point to talk about this. Um, and it's the blessings that come as from these trials or going through these trials of our faith. In verse 4, Peter um, says, To an inheritance incorruptible and undefiled, and that fadeth, away, fadeth not away, reserved in heaven for you. So these blessings will not fall away. Uh, John Taylor uh, said this, quote, 
And if we are faithfully performing our part and attending to the duties and responsibilities which devolve upon us as saints of the Most High, then we shall be in a position whereby <coughs> we sorry, shall have a right and a claim upon an inheritance that is incorruptible, undefiled, and that fadeth not away, reserved in the heavens for us. But we are here subject to the trials and vicissitudes pertaining to humanity to prepare us for this inheritance referred to. And if we are faithful and diligent as um, in regard to these various duties and responsibilities of life, we shall have a legitimate claim to the blessings that the good and the faithful expect to enjoy. Close quote. This word expect is interesting um, because, uh, as it says in verse 9 of First Peter, it says, receiving the end of your faith, even the salvation of your soul, souls. The whole purpose, the goal of our faith. And it's an interesting question that, you know, what is the purpose of your faith? What, what is the goal? Why do you continually try and have faith in Christ? And it is, one of the things, I'm sure, to receive the salvation of our souls. Um, these blessings do not corrupt, they do not fall away, and they are promised to those who are obedient and faithful. If you've enjoyed the study so far, uh, I'd ask you to please share it. Um, we uh, have reached a thousand listeners, as I've mentioned. That is absolutely wonderful. I mean, I didn't expect when I started this uh, podcast 180 days ago uh, to be at a, a, a position coming into December where I've had over a thousand um, listens of th these episodes on this podcast on just CastBox alone. Uh, and so, yeah, please do share. Please do leave a review or a comment. I'd love to hear from you. Uh, Twitter, uh, I'm at, at, at MattSRoberts90. If you'd like to share something that you've been studying, that I'd love to, and I'd love to share anything that anyone's been studying on a future episode, whether it's related to the Come Follow Me or anything else you've been studying, or email ldsvsession at gmail.com. Thank you very much for your time, and until we meet again.